This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Taylor Transformation Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am so excited today. We are going to be interviewing one of our coaches here at TCM, Brian. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know him. He is an amazing coach, so smart, knows all of the things. And I'm just excited for him to share a little bit more about his background, his history, his coaching style, and, um, you know, just a little bit more about you know, some of the clients that he has, transformations he's experienced. So Brian, why don't you start by um, introducing yourself to our listeners? Tell us a little bit about who Brian is and what what your life is like right now. Hey, Ariel, what's going on? Um, excited to be here and excited to hear our other stories from our coaches, but also more importantly, all of our clients, which I know it'll be really cool for us to hear personally, but also really resonate with a lot of people out there. So really excited that this podcast is up and running. But um, like you said, I am Brian. I am 31, probably soon to be 32 by the time this comes out. I am originally from Massachusetts, where I was born and raised, but just moved to much sunnier, much warmer Austin, Texas about eight months ago now and really enjoying it down here been a super fun time. It's a great health and wellness oriented area. So perfect fit uh, for now. But other than that, I mean, growing up, a uh, little bit background on me, I was just a big sports geek my whole life. Um, played a lot of different sports, but mainly gravita- gravitated towards the main three of playing soccer, basketball, and racing motocross on dirt bikes, which thinking about it, none of those have really anything in common, but had had a lot of fun with, with all three. Um, and nowadays, uh, I just refer to myself as a washed up athlete, trying to maintain as much athleticism as I can. And, uh, just really enjoy, you know, going out, meeting new people, traveling, uh, learning things as much as possible every single day. And, uh, just getting out and, and golfing once in a while, uh, as, uh, weather and time permits, but, Aside from that, um, I've been with the TCM team now for, it'll be three years this summer, and it's just been an awesome journey so far, and uh, just super excited to see what the future holds after just looking at the year-to-year growth that we've had as a team, and and um, just you know really excited to see what the future has in store for everybody. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so I did not know that you did motocross too. I know that you played soccer because I previously played soccer. So this is something we connected with. So jack of all trades here. Um, it's crazy how time flies, like three years. It's like, it, I don't know, everything just kind of goes by quickly. So going back to that time, how did you originally find TCM and get connected with Cody? Were you, did you become a client? So tell us a little bit about that, like origin story. Yeah. So I actually originally found Cody. I was reading an article many years back through John Russin, who's another pretty well-known strength coach, physical therapist in the field. It's a random article that I think Cody guest wrote. And I can't remember what the article was about, 
but the way he wrote it, the content of it, it just really resonated with me and just led me down the rabbit hole of finding our Cody site at the time and the podcast eventually, which was much more in its infant stages at that point, that must've been, had to be like five, six years ago at this point. And, um, yeah, I just really liked Cody's approach. Everything that he kind of stood for as a coach really just hit home with me from an ethics standpoint, the way that he talked about strength training, nutrition, uh, lifestyle habits, everything like that. And then fast forward a little bit, I wanted to get into the online coaching space, just seeing it as kind of the future. I was working full-time in person, started my own thing on the side and was growing up a little clientele base. Um, and then I kind of realized I was like the missing piece here is I've never had a remote coach myself. And, and I had followed Cody's content for a long time. I was thinking, I didn't honestly, at that point know of a ton of online coaches like nowadays and just decided to apply for coaching. Um, Cody told me he could take me on directly at that time. He had a, a smaller team, uh, just kind of building up TCM as it is now. And so I started working with him directly and just kind of ironically in the first couple months together, he put up a post about looking for a new coach. And I just kind of reached out to him. I was like, I was like, Hey man, I, you know, I've been building my own thing, but as I go, you know, I, I kind of feel like I would rather be a part of a team. I love what you're doing. And basically here's my resume. I mean, you know, a good chunk about me personally from working together now up to this point, but here's the rest of my background, education, credentials, experience, all that. And uh, just be curious if, you know, you'd uh, be willing to throw me in the pool with all the other candidates. Cause I know he had a lot of people flooding in and um, yeah, long story short, he just reached out said, Hey man, I think you'd be a great fit. Obviously, you know what we do, how we do it from being a client. So we just kind of expedited things from there, went through our typical internship process that every coach goes through no matter what. And here we are now. That's so cool. And before I forget to touch on this, um, can you share with the listeners some of your um, just like credentials, education and that background? Yeah. So I originally went to uh, undergrad for kinesiology, exercise science um, was the main focus there. And then from there, uh, I actually went to grad school for sport and exercise psychology, which was, it was really cool because it was part of the advanced exercise physiology kind of department at Springfield college in their grad programs, and just had a concentration in more of the performance psychology side of things. So, um, is really cool way to kind of go full circle with, you know, exercise science, nutrition, psychology. Um, so you know, those were, those are kind of my, uh, main backgrounds all through 2009 to 2015, which sounds a lot. It sounds uncomfortable how, how long ago that was now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really important. And that's something, and this is really important to us as TCM to continue our education and learning. I know, um, one thing that like Cody always prioritizes for our coaches is for like us to get updated certifications and I got to tell you guys, there's um, C-I-S-S-N, that one. Did you finish that one, Brian? Yeah, I meant to say um, my main certifications are uh, a sports nutritionist through the ISSN or the C-I-S-S-N acronym. Yeah. Um, and then as a strength and conditioning coach through the NSCA. But 
yeah, the um, it is a grind, especially with the uh, ISSN exam there. I remember I I did that one back in grad school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that being a very difficult test, just like the NSCA. They're both pretty rigorous exams. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, definitely feel for everyone who's uh, studying for that because it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a rigorous one. It's so funny because I got done taking the exam and I passed, but I was like, okay, I, I think I texted Cody. I was like, who, who picked this? And he's like, you know, Dr. Brandon and Roberts and I decided it's the most prestigious certificate. I was like, can we not let the PhD researcher on staff pick the next freaking certification? Yeah. yeah, can the smartest guy in the room not pick what we I know, do? yes, yes, yes. But I do love, and this goes back to the whole, like, just like the values and the standards. I love that, you know, we hold ourselves to that high standard of continuing our education, learning, because the field is forever changing. With that being said, there's so much value in what you said. Like the missing piece for you was I had never had an online coach. And this is something that you do and I do and all of the coaches do really well is there is so much merit and validity to what does this look like in real world application, right? Because it is taking the evidence base, the, the research what's out there. And then what is it like living in 2023 as, you know, where no matter where you are in this world, what your life circumstances are, what your job is and Nav navigating that so that you do see the result. And so going through that coaching experience, I know that we all have coaches, had coaches, multiple coaches, right? Because, you know, we can learn through that process. What was something that you really learned or took away once you began coaching with Cody? Yeah. And I think this really ties in well with, as you know, we work with a lot of other professionals in the field as well, whether they're nutritionists, trainers, physical therapists, go down the list. And if I'm getting on an initial consult call, call with these clients, I always tell them, especially if it's, it might be sometimes it's their first time hiring a coach, sometimes not. But if it is, I always tell them that what they're doing now is such a strong investment for them because not only, and, and I'll say like, I told Cody straight up back then, I was like, selfishly at that time, starting my own business, I saw someone who appeared to be doing something that I wanted and aspired to reach from a business perspective too. So not only did I want to walk the walk as a client and go through, help have someone help me with my own goals at the time, but I wanted to learn what his systems looked like and, you know, use it as a, a business opportunity as well. And I tell Every client, like I have a good amount of people who work in the space on my roster currently still. And I always tell them, I'm like, hey, obviously we we're working on your goals. You know, we're going to push whatever it is you're looking to do, performance, aesthetics, health. But aside from that, please don't hesitate to ask me any questions about the business side, any client situations you're having. Because um, of, of course, like I might not have the answer to every single thing, but, you know, from working in the field for in some capacity for about 13 years now and working in the remote space for five. Um, you know, I've, I've worked with so many different people of different walks of life and so many different client situations. So always happy to try to share, you know, any things that I've been really successful with things that I've had trouble with and struggled with. So use it as a, a you know, learning opportunity and an investment from the business side as well. But that, that really helped me out on all levels, but also, kind of showed me that 
you know, there's an opportunity to join a team. Like I'm a very independent person, but I, I like being part of a team as well. And I think the dynamic we have here is, is awesome, but it's, it's fun working with other people in the space. So I'm glad we have a, a, a decent chunk of our clientele that, that fits that mold. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like sometimes people will ask, hey, like what advice do you have or what certification could I get? And honestly, I always start with, have you ever had an online coach? Because if you have it, it is such an amazing resource, um, learning tool. I mean, granted that it's well, someone that you can build a rapport and relationship with. And that's one thing we will always prioritize over everything else is cultivating those relationships, getting to know everyone one-on-one. -on -one. I know we talk about this as a group and our staff meetings at our meetups. Like we know everyone's name, spouse, cat, dog, job, what their walk of life is. And building that rapport and that relationship with someone and seeing the dynamic, like even you said this earlier, like a couple of years ago, online coaching wasn't as big. And part of it is the transition of just accessibility and platforms and media, but also it works, right? Yeah. Like it works. Like it, it honestly, and this is something that comes up is sometimes people feel like they need to go with someone local, right? Like, mm -hmm. no, I want to go with my local trainer, X, Y, and Z. I can see them. But it, I, I personally think that prioritizing someone with the skill set, the knowledge, the experience, and that will really give you what you need is far more beneficial than someone that is, quote unquote, like just local. You said that you used to do in-person training local. So like, what's your thought? And has anyone ever said that to you? Like, I don't know, maybe I should go with someone local versus like online. Oh yeah. I, I've talked about this numerous times. I was just, I forget who I was talking with just in the last couple of weeks, this, this came up and I've always told people if I had the choice now to go work as a nutritionist and or trainer in person, I, I just wouldn't because this dynamic works. And it's honestly, I think more efficient on both sides and a better value overall. You know, I always tell people too, I'm like, if I was back home and say I moved back to mass and I was in the Boston area, I'm like, you're paying triple digits per session for a personal mm -hmm. training. Session. So, I mean, you could go work out with a personal trainer four times, you know, throughout the month and they just give you a 45 to 60 minute workout and you're spending upwards of five, 50, 600 bucks just for that. So, you know, when I'm like, I can deliver and we as a team can deliver nutrition and training plans effectively for a better value, have more personal connection because we have anyone can reach out to us anytime we have a great structure where like you said we get to know each person really well like you could pull a client off my roster and, and like you said i could tell tell you things about their family dynamic what they do for work where they're from whether it's international or across the country which is really really cool um so if i had the choice i would never go back and um like you mentioned before too i just ironically this week had a couple clients asking about continuing education and just kind of recommendations on that. And I had one client specifically who I've worked with for a long time now. And he just, he was like, if you had $2,000 right now, that was the, the, the monetary value throughout. He's like, what would you spend that on as far as more CEUs? Mm. And I told him like, there's certain things that pop into my head, but then I was like, honestly, and knowing him for so long that he runs his own business as well in person and remote as a trainer and nutrition coach. And I was like, man, I've seen you throughout the years go through all these CEUs. 
don't get me wrong, like we are, we're all going to continue to do more continuing education throughout the years. And that's important. But I was like, unless something really stands out, that's going to really augment your knowledge now, think about other things too. Can you invest that in yourself in another way, in the business and something for your family or other part of your life? Because just trying to give him perspective there too, because I'm like, dude, you're really smart and you know how to help people. Um, so, you know, just knowing your situation, just kind of think full circle, you know, maybe it isn't another CEU, but maybe it's something else. So it's fun being able to also work with clients there and just try to help them, you know, kind of troubleshoot how to do things more efficiently versus as we all know, like we've all done things on our own in the past, trying to just figure it out solo. And it's, we usually waste more time and money doing that in the long run. Yes, 100%. I think that's something um, like at TCM, we have certain systems in place for a reason because they work like success leaves clues. And we have like literally hundreds, if not thousands of transformations that have occurred. And it's because of the systems that we have. And like you said, like the connection that we're able to have, it's 2023. And luckily we have Zoom and Loom and video and really create just a beautiful like dynamic with all these people. I do work with some women who like live in my city. And to be honest, it like, like we were saying, our, our world is busy. And, and a lot of these people have lives outside of it, whether they're moms, you know, they work, uh, they have other relationships, dynamics, other hobbies, interests. And so knowing that they can have access to us at any point in time and we can connect in this way, it does develop such an organic relationship where we move the needle far more than a triple the price in person, one set session kind of thing. So I love that. Thank you for sharing too about like your clients and some of their experiences. Do you have any client transformations that stand out to you as like memorable ones. And this can like, whether it's a physical transformation or mental, emotional, we know that this affects all areas of life. Yeah. And I, I can think of multiple really cool ones off the top of my head. And as we all know, like working in this field, it's, it's so cool to see people go through a big weight loss transformation or, you know, see those really big aesthetic changes that are that are great uh, uh, for numerous reasons but there's one client I have in mind and it's really cool because I know he'll be doing a much more in-depth interview on this podcast that will come out before or after this yeah. um, but he he stands out to me because he was actually one of he had to be one of the first 10 to 15 clients I ever worked with when I started with TCM yeah. and so we actually just recently stopped working together after about two and a half years, a couple months ago. And his story, I'll give the, a brief overview. I'll let him dive way more into detail on everything when, when he hops on here. But when we started out, he was one deployed overseas in the Middle East with the military, which obviously creates some unique challenges right there. But he took the initiative. He's like, you know what? I'm sick of the way I feel. And this is a really inconvenient time for me to invest in coaching, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I give him a ton of credit for that. And when we started out, you know, he was very open and and transparent with things. Um, I know like physically he was, he's about 5'10 and was about 126, 127 pounds when we started and was just telling me, yeah, you know, I've had a tough relationship with food and exercise for a long time now. Um, he's like, I, I know it's ridiculous, but I still look in the mirror and I see myself as really overweight. And, you know, when I'm 
eating when I, I get a little off track and have an out of the norm, you know, meal or whatever, I go literally will go do like a five mile run to try to run it off or, you know, takes or by other means, you know, just try to um, almost as like a punishment. And he's like, I got to get out of this cycle and I, I can't do it. Um, and so, you know, our journey started with obviously being over there, you know, with our team, we do take a pretty um, macros based approach with a lot of people, but not everybody. And that's why we do try to tailor everything to someone's situation depending on where they're at. And for him, I'm like, well, you're not tracking food. You're going to, you know, the chow hall and you're not, you know, weighing things out on a scale in front of everyone. Like that's not happening. Like I know that. And so we had to come up with some unique systems of, for him, priority one was getting him more quality food coming in period. And then, which was perfect because we needed to put more time and effort into his mindset, into his relationship with his body and food and everything like that anyway. So it was a, honestly kind of a good time. And we found some really good structure where of course, was it hundred, like as accurate as tracking macros and logging his food? No, but we found out some good ways. We built out a tracker for him. That was just a little looser that he was able to um, adhere to. And then, uh, which is really cool, he hopped in with the Taylor Trainer Program, which a lot of our listen listeners have heard of before, um, our training app, and he's still in it to this day. He's been in there for years. So is we had him getting dialed in on the nutrition side, working on food relationship, training, um, not only training better, but had a much better mix of training and recovery. So his body would respond better. And and also is important. He's in the military. He has to be able to maintain certain standards for running. So it's a little tricky where, you know, he had a tough relationship with running, but still needed to do it. So um, we made sure to kind of build a plan in place that included everything that he needed for work and his career, but also um, just help address everything else. And, and just fast forward throughout the years, um, you know, he was able to put on, you know, a good, at least 30 pounds, a ton of muscle looking back at what his lift numbers on things like his squat, his bench and so on and so on were when we started compared to now is wild. And it's cool. Like throughout, I remember making a post about him, uh, some time back, probably a year or two ago. And I remember he sent me a picture where he was wearing the same exact shirt at a wedding and years prior, when he was kind of, you know, having a really hard time with things, he was wearing the same exact shirt. And the difference with how he looked then compared to the present day, where he just looks so much happier, healthier, and just, you know, vibrant, per se. And, uh, and it's just cool just listening to his words. And, and ultimately, is awesome, too, because he's just a great, genuine guy, honestly, one of the most genuinely nice people I've ever met. And um, I mean, we just talked a lot week to week with video check-ins. He'd send me videos back and, and eventually we just kind of half the time, we just kind of shoot the shit as friends and, you know, and we're still, still in contact to this day. And, uh, he just told me, he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be in the Boston area in July. Just, I, I know you don't live there anymore, but just if by chance you were back home, it'd be really cool to meet up, which unfortunately I won't, but I told him one day, you know, uh, one day we will find a way to meet up wherever that may be, but it's yeah. just a really cool mental and kind of physical transformation. That's so cool. And okay, so there's two things I want to talk about. One, I'm so excited for his story to come out and for everyone to hear it. And one thing that I love about TCM, our, our clients, our coaches, everyone is the willingness to be vulnerable and open and share. 
And I, I want to share this because like relationship with food is a thing, right? And it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female or whatever that is. Um, we had another client share his story about his relationship with food and like body positivity and kind of getting stuck in that. And I don't think that we hear the male perspective enough. And so to hear like, hey, you know what? I felt some sort of like shame and guilt after eating the food and I wasn't sure. And I was looking in the body or looking in the mirror and feeling some sort of like body dysmorphia or whatever it is. And I think it's so cool to hear that for all of our listeners, no matter your age, size, weight, height, walk of life, like it, that's something that we all cultivate for whatever reason. And know that as you step into coaching, like we're here to help you work through that. We're here to help give you tools and resources and the support. Like you were saying, like how freaking cool that you were there with him and changed his life, like literally changed his life in such a dramatic way where it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I, I, I put some muscle on. Like, no, the way he saw himself, his relationship with food, his strength, his quality of life, his confidence. Like it's so cool because it's, it's always more than food. It's always more than food. And then the other thing that I wanted to bring up is that there's a lot of hesitation when it comes to signing up with coaching uh, because this is a very normal thought process. Well, I got to get my shit together before I sign up for coaching, right? Like, like I got to make sure I can follow this protocol to a T. Otherwise, I'm going to waste my money. Bro, sis, <laughs> you're wasting your money now. Like you're wasting your time and time is more valuable than money, let me tell you. Because like I... I always encourage like any person, like sign up when you're struggling the most, sign up when things are messy, right? Like that's when you need help and you need the support. And this is from hearing Brian's story to hearing his client's story and everything else on this podcast. Like there it's no one comes in and it's like, oh yeah, let's follow the protocol exactly to a T and get this. It, it it's, it's 18 levels deep. It's mm -hmm. all of these other issues that come up and all these other things. And we are not any in any way capacity going to judge anyone. Check-ins are not a pass-fail sort of system. It's, mm -hmm. And I love that you shared how much you tweaked and adapted things for him, right? You're like, we generally take a tracking approach, but we made this alteration. I generally use this tracker, but we made his a little bit loose. And I think that just speaks to your um, knowledge and skill set as a coach to be able to meet a client where they're at and allow them to facilitate progress from there because that's a beautiful place. So if you're listening and you're thinking like, oh, this sounds amazing. I really want to sign up for coaching, but like, let me make sure that I'm going to follow what they tell us. You know, like, let me make sure that I can follow this diet and do all the things. You're not, <laughs> you're not. And it makes it harder on your own. Just take the plunge. Let's do it. And let's, let's figure out the messy together. You know, um, have you ever encountered that where like maybe you've talked to someone and they've been reluctant because they're like, maybe they're like, oh, I'm traveling soon, but I have this busy season coming up. And how do you how do you address that or talk with them? Yeah, two days ago, um, <laughs> my most most recent client who just signed up. And again, I, I give them a lot of credit because they were telling me they were kind of actually so this is a perfect example. They actually originally applied to us back in October. And yes. just, I, I was doing some follow-ups, they canceled their initial call, just had some stuff going on, whatever it may be. And just, I did some follow-ups, didn't hear anything. And then they just reached out to me out of the blue kind of a few days ago. And so we hopped on the phone and 
they were like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I'm, I'm all in, but I have two trips this month in May. Um, and then I am actually moving to the West coast for a month and a half in July. So I don't know, like, what do you think? Should I, should I start now? Should I wait? Cause I, I don't know. I want to get the most value. And I told him, I was like, I was like, you can do whatever you like, but I will tell you from personal experience, I can definitely say I am naturally over analytical for sure. And I've paralyzed myself in the same situation in the past. And it's kind of funny when I started with Cody, when I hired him as a coach, it was, I believe it was right around March of the start of the pandemic. And, and the, literally everything just flipped upside down as I signed up and I had that, Oh shit. Like, what am I doing? This is terrible timing, but I was like, no, just do it. Cause you, something else is going to pop up in life. And then, you know, you're going to be in a tough spot or something else is going to be, you know, an excuse that you could use. So just do it. And so for them, I just explained the situation. I think the important thing was just telling them, Hey, if you start now, this is the game plan for the short term, the long term. This is how we kind of build in breaks, but keep momentum going. And I just told them, Hey, I'm comfortable with whatever makes the most sense to you. But if you feel like you're in a good enough spot right now and nothing's going to, you know, put you in a bind, then I would, you know, all biases aside, just get started now because it's less likely that you'll get a jump on it later and you'll make more progress in the short and long run even with a couple little speed bumps along the way versus putting it off for another two to three months. And then you might be starting from uh, even more of a hole for lack of a better term than you were before. Um, so yeah, I, th I think that's, that's just super important to just to get, get going. If, if you, if you know you're in a good enough spot, think about it, you know, with any decision in life, but you know, don't be afraid to just jump in. And I've had to make myself do that more over the years because that doesn't naturally uh, come easy to me either. Yeah, that's so cool. And I love that you can share from a level of like empathy. And I know this is something with you even moving to Texas, right? Like you could overanalyze it all day, say it's not the day, it's not the time, but like damned if I do, damned if I don't, let's just buy the ticket, take the ride and see what happens. And I think it's really beautiful when you can speak from that place of like empathy and understanding. Like I, like I know what's going on in the thought press and the brain and I understand that. But from both of us speaking personal experience, we all get calls where it's like, okay, so I really should have signed up three months ago when I initially got, like that's like the, the, the regret. I think far more people regret not signing up and not, you know, deciding to do it at a certain time um, versus, signing up and seeing amazing progress, you know? And the other thing that you said that really stood out to me was when people say like, I want to get the most value out of this. Mm -hmm. So when we're breaking this down and we're thinking about like value, you want the result and weight loss. We don't have a weight loss problem in the U S or the world. It's the weight maintenance. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because everyone tries to get quote unquote, the most value. And when you say most value in that context, like when you're thinking that as a client, you're thinking the most amount of weight loss in the shortest duration of time. That's, that's what you're thinking. I know it's what all of you are like, okay, that's fine. Cool. Like, but that sets you up for such a harder window and maintenance, right? Because I would say you're going to get the most value when you learn how to stay consistent, master the habits, the behaviors, and the thought process in the mix of life being messy. Because let me tell you, if you can see progress in weight loss while traveling to the West Coast, being gone for a month, having another trip up, 
you know, having X, Y, and Z happen, girl, you know, like what, whoever it's guy, <laughs> it's, it's going to be so much easier in the long run. And this is going to be the time where you lose the weight and you maintain the results and you don't feel like you're miserable and white knuckling it the whole time. And you're able to move forward with that confidence. It's like, that's the best gift. That's when you get the most value. The most value is when you learn how to navigate life because life is going to life. In, in your example, exactly. Three months ago, life was lifing. Right now, life is lifing. If they wait in two months, life is going to life. Like it happens, yeah. right? But how do we adapt to those situations? How did, what did we learn from nutrition, right? And just like our ability to navigate all of those situations, I think is so cool. And I love that you can provide that to all of your clients on that level. And I always tell people starting out, I'm like, as far as expectations from the clients coming in, we just need people to just be as open, honest, and be really good with communication. Now that doesn't mean, again, like you said, like life is going to life, life happens. And that's the other thing I try to tell people, like life happening is part of your plan. That's not messing up the plan. But so we understand that, you know, things are going to come up. You're going to be late with a check-in sometimes or whatever is going to happen. Yeah, and that's sure. part, part of the value of going through things as the client, even if you are a remote coach, because you learn more about those struggles that your clients are going to go through if you haven't done it yet. Be like thinking that you're going to be hundred percent adherent and, you know, on time with everything. And then something happens on your end. So you can empathize a lot better with your clients, but just telling people, if you just do the best you can and communicate as well as you can, then you're going to get a great experience here. Cause of course it is a two-way street. Like no matter what we do, we can't do everything. There needs to be action from the client, but as long as they're willing to give it their best shot on that side of things, then it's, it's a great investment. Mm, I love how you, how you frame that too. Like you give your best for that day and that's, mm -hmm. and that's all, that's all we can do in setting that expectation. So as a coach, like you obviously have so much experience with such a wide demographic, a lot of education. What do you like qualities or attributes do you think um, stand out about yourself or make you have so much success? Like I've seen some of your client transformations and getting to know you and talk with them. Um, what do you, what helps you with that? Like what, what makes Brian so good at being an online coach? <laughs> um, I mean, for me, I think just trying to, I mean, I, years and years back, I tried to make myself kind of more of a Swiss army knife as much as possible from the foundational level. So it was looking at things full circle of how can I try to be the best coach? So it was going into the the studying, you know, kinesiology, nutrition, going the sport performance psychology route, because although that was focused really on athletic performance, primarily, I knew all of that transferred to real life and relationships and coaching in nutrition and training and, and everything business. I mean, across the board, it had application. So just getting a good foundation. But I think if anything stands out with me, I feel like I can relate really well to a wide variety of people. Um, throughout my, you know, about 13 years in the space now, I originally way back when as a teenager started in the physical therapy world. Um, while I was in school, I did an internship at a clinic, worked there afterwards, was planning to go the whole DPT route, and then found out I needed some really hard prereqs uh, to even apply to grad school that I hadn't completed yet. And I was like, I really don't want to do more undergrad work. And then I found the performance psychology side of things, which 
honestly was part selfish of me wanting to learn more of what I knew I struggled with growing up as an athlete, where I was fortunate to be athletically gifted with, with certain things and, and have some cool accomplishments with various sports. But I knew I was also just a string bean growing up. I mean, my father nicknamed me Bones affect, affectionately because I was just an absolute, uh, I, I looked like bag of bones at points in my life. And I just wasn't very physically big. And that hurt my mentality big time as we got older. Um, and I lost a lot of confidence. So, but knowing that all of that applies to what people are going through with their own stuff with body image or food relationship or relationship with the scale or um, managing performance expectations, all these different things. But um, yeah, between working with various physical therapy clients, um, you know, I've worked with kids and adults with um, special needs and, and disabilities, uh, trained at police academies, worked in corporate fitness, driving throughout New England, teaching, training and nutrition, ran municipal programs, just like a worked with so many different clientele and people from different walks of life that it's really cool. Cause as you know, we work with people internationally and all across the U S with TCM. And it's really rare that I encounter someone where I can't find some sort of common ground or a way to kind of communicate and, and, and get on their levels. Cause I've worked with people from totally, totally different walks of life from, from me, both in person and remote. And I, I think just adapting to the situation and trying to meet people where they are and get them to feel comfortable uh, with me is, is probably if I had to reflect back one of the things that I'm kind of most proud of and, and have tried to um, kind of build up over the years. Yeah. And speaking from personal experience, guys, like one, Brian totally is so smart, definitely makes you feel comfortable and knows all the things like so for those of you that may be just tuning into this episode, I um, compete as a bikini competitor in bodybuilding. And like I sent Brian a picture of my ass, like my glutes. And I'm like, okay, Brian, we need to make them project a little bit bigger. I know every girl listening, we want the juicy booty. So we're here for it. And he is like giving me feedback and just like helping me with some of my exercises. And so you, you, you know, your stuff, you have such a giving heart. You definitely make everyone feel like warm and comfortable. And I've experienced this and it just makes me so excited because I know all of your clients on a daily basis experience the same. And so with that being said, we are also bringing it to the stage. We got new and improved glutes. I was laughing and talking to my husband. I was like, it was like, is it normal? It's probably normal, right? To send a picture of your glutes to your coworker. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's normal. Um, so I, I love that I get to see that, you know, on a regular basis, which is so cool. Um, so cool. thank you for all that you shared. One of our like core principles that guides us all is you're we're just ordinary people and you heard Brian's stories like bag of bones went to school tried this thing taking chance struggle here struggle there whatever it is but through this experience and through life we all decided that yeah we're ordinary but we want to live a life where we're thriving right like I think this is something I I talk with people on the phone or just even my girls in general, clients, it's like life doesn't have to be miserable to want to level up or want it to be better, right? Like we can go from good to great. And it's so cool to see that in so many of our clients and every single one of our coaches, um, Cody and everyone that's a part of the team. And so if someone feels like I'm in a place where things are okay, like I'm just ordinary, 
I'm not gifted in any some way. Probably not going to get a lot, like accomplish a lot. Maybe they have a bit of self-doubt, but they also have like this mustard seed of belief where it's like, dang, I don't know. Maybe if Brian could do it and Arielle could do it and Cody can do it, I could do it too. So like what nugget or advice do you have for someone kind of in that mindset or space? Yeah. And like you said, I mean, we always like on our last uh, meetup, ironically here in Austin, we were all talking about how it's, it's, it sounds so funny the way Cody put it. He's like, man, we're just a bunch of ordinary people, but just trying to do extraordinary things. And it's not to downplay. I mean, see Ariel hopping on stage, just seemingly winning contest after contest. Like we've all done some cool stuff and, and obviously throughout our years, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, going on relating with clients well is yeah, I'm a very ordinary dude at the end of the day. And I, you know, although of course, as a nutritionist and a strength coach, I love to geek out on everything in our world and live a particular lifestyle. But at the same time, I love going out and socializing with friends and going to parties and going out for drinks on the weekend and all those things. And it's just trying, I mean, I'll go to a golf course randomly and get paired up with random people and they'll ask me what I do. And it's funny because they'll be drinking a beer or eating a hot dog or something. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, I, I shouldn't be doing this. And, and I'm like, no, man, I was like, I just teach people how to fit in beer and hot dogs a little more sensibly into their life. Cause I do, I like all the same stuff you like, I promise. <laughs> and, and do a lot of the same things you do. I just do it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, this, a lot of this stuff does not come naturally to me. If you were to interview me, you know, five, like, not, like probably 10 years ago and, you know, say, and you would tell me, yeah, you're going to be a coach and you're going to talk to complete strangers for a living and guide them on their journeys. I'd say, yeah, yeah, right. Cause I'm naturally very shy, quiet, anxious. Um, it's the biggest compliment to me nowadays when people are surprised to hear that, because yeah. that was a huge challenge for me for a long time that I took, it took a lot of work to get past that. I mean, to the point where even when I was finishing college, I remember I would, I would volunteer to give presentations first, just like when the teacher asks, like, anyone want to go first? I was like, ah, just put my hand up and just be like, damn it. And then I, I remember reaching out to local uh, universities a couple of times and I volunteered to give sports teams a presentation that I didn't have prepared, but I just said, so it just made, it's like, all right, like they, they'd say yes. And it's like sink or swim time, dude, like you got to figure it out. Cause if you don't get over your fear of public speaking, your, you know, fears around X, Y, and Z, then you're just going to end up in a miserable career you don't enjoy. And this is just obviously transfers to every part of life, but um, yeah, just, just, um, you know, as far as, you know, my biggest piece of advice to people, it just be invest in yourself every day in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And obviously not just mostly not just financially in the sense of like quick story. When I was back in my early twenties, I was finishing grad school and I got an opportunity to go train recruits at the local police academy back home. And for every person who became a trainer there, you had to go through a statewide certification course in person over a couple of days. And the real funny part is that was many years ago. And ironically, the guy who runs it by the name of Jason Shea, he actually just reached out to me on LinkedIn about three months ago. I haven't talked to him in years, but, and haven't connected with him, but I would tell him if somehow he, he ever heard, heard this, I actually shot him a message too recently, but um, he said something during that training where 
is something along the lines of he reads 10 minutes per day. That was like his goal he set. I don't remember where he got it from, but that was his goal every day. And I was like, I was at a crossroads, honestly, where I didn't know if I was going to stay in the fitness space back then because I was originally planning to go, the military was recruiting people out of our sports psychology program to go work across the country with soldiers. I was planning on doing that. I had an interview set up. Then I met my now ex at the time and she had a house and a career at, uh, and was all set up. So it's either like, if you leave, we're not together. So I, I, I stayed put and put that on hold. And I was like, well, now the, the fitness nutrition field at that time up by me, the 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 job opportunities were a little scarce for what I wanted. Um, I was just feeling down on it, but I was like, all right, I'm going to make this happen. I know even like my parents at the time, like the, love them. They're always super supportive of me, but they're like, hmm, you're going to grad school for this. And like, what are you, what are you going to do? Like physical ther therapy sound, sounded like a much more smooth trajectory career path. And I was like, I know, but I'm going to make it work. I, I don't know how yet, but I'm gonna make it work. But I took that 10 minutes of reading everyday advice and it just clicked with me. And I just applied it for the next six years straight. And I could count on one hand, how many days I missed. And eventually that morphed into some kind of content. So it was reading a podcast, whatever, but the goal, the the thing that made it successful, I think, was I just set 10 minutes a day. So no matter how crazy my day was, it was really easy to do. And then most of the time, it would turn into 30, 45, 60 minutes if I had the time. So I could always do more, but at least I could always check it off, you know, as something that I, I completed. And that alone, like school was a tremendous, tremendous foundation, of course. Um, but I learned so much just through investing in that time, self-educating and then reaching out, networking, doing just opportunities to learn in person and learn on my own that, that not only my career trajectory, but that just transformed everything in my life. I think just taking that every single day, non-negotiable, I'm going to do something for myself. And I credit him during the trainings, just kind of reinvigorating my interest in it and, uh, putting that out there. So just just taking that little bit of time and investing in yourself. It's the cliche, get 1% better each day. Do that, but come up with a simple structure that you can follow around it. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's, oh, that was such a good one because it's so encouraging to go from ordinary to extraordinary. It's it's not crazy. It's not uh, unreachable. Like Brian's like, to go from ordinary to extraordinary, invest in yourself in one way and one way that's doable consistently over a year. Like that, that really will do it. Like saying like, hey, I'm going to read 10 minutes. I'm going to, you know, move my body in some way, shape or form. I'm going to eat one vegetable. It doesn't matter what it is, what's doable for you and where you're at in this season of life and commit to it, decide it's a non-negotiable and what blossoms from there, the confidence, the self-belief, the integrity you build with yourself is one of the most valuable gifts that you can that you can instill and I think it's so cool to hear that that's the nugget and then the other really repeated theme I think throughout honestly the our entire episode is like take the chance do the thing self-doubt will always be there self-doubt is is inevitably a part of our human psychology and the way that our brain works it's just our brain trying to keep us safe it doesn't really know and so learning to operate and continue to move forward with self-doubt. Like don't wait for self-doubt to go away because it doesn't matter. Brian has self-doubt. I have self-doubt. Cody has self-doubt. Andreas has self-doubt. Like we all got self-doubt, but it's the ability to kind of hold its hand and move forward. 
and just continue taking one step at a time. It doesn't need to be a sprint. It doesn't like it's that 10 minutes and it's just moving forward. And I think it's really cool because that was a repeated theme. Like, I don't know, is Texas the right move? Is staying here the right move? Going to this education, applying with Cody, trying for the team. Like, and at the end of the day, taking failure off the table and knowing that no matter what happens, I'm going to learn from it is like, it's honestly a skill. And the more that you're willing to take the chances, reframe failure as a lesson or moving you forward, then you become unstoppable, right? Like that's so cool. Yeah. So. And over, over that time, I just kept telling myself, kind of like I said before, when I was in between trying to make a decision, I just say, Hey, jump in the deep end. Cause no, you're not maybe an elite swimmer, but you know how to swim. Like you will, you will be okay. You will stay afloat. Like you're not, you're not going to have to be rescued here. Just do it. And the worst that happens is it doesn't pan out or someone says no or whatever, but just do it. Even though it's uncomfortable, you're going to come out better no matter what ends up going on with it. Oh my goodness. I love that analogy. I'm going to think about the pool now, whenever I'm like, ah, should I, you know? So anyways, thank you so much for hopping on Brian. It was absolutely incredible for our audience to hear your story, get to know more about you. Um, if anyone is interested in jumping in the deep end, you know, signing up with this messy. Um, we're going to have a link in the description box below where you can sign up for a free consult call and just kind of like, let us know where are you at? And we'll tell you how we can help. If you want to connect with Brian, he is an incredible coach. Um, and we are all here. So go ahead and click on that. Like I said, it's completely free. Just see what there is, take a chance. And then if people want to connect with you, Brian, you want to share what your um, Instagram handle is. Yeah. Um, Instagram handle is just coach Brian underscore TCM. Um, that's pretty much where you'd, where you'd find most of my stuff. I know me, like, uh, some of the guys on the team are trying to be better about posting on there a little bit more consistently, but, uh, yeah, you can always shoot me a message there, connect with me there. Um, that's a, that's a perfect spot to, to find me. Awesome. Perfect. And you can also get there from the, um, the TCM page as well. So, um, if any part of, you know, Brian's story resonated with you or just connecting with him in general, feel free to reach out. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you have an incredible rest of your day and we will catch you next time. Bye.